Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Come on, man. You can do better than that. That's for Joe Salzone. Now, can I do better than that for Joe Salzone? Or was that an accurate depiction of how you should open a show, clear you with a... For Joe Salzone, the incomparable Joe Salzone. Your Honor. Your Honor. You come to judge. We just call him Your Honor. That's perfect. That's a perfect thing to say when you're describing Joe Salzone. So in this black box uh, next to me, for those of you watching on on, uh, Facebook, you can see the black box. Uh, You've been quite curious what this is, aren't you? Yes, it looks like silverware. It looks like silverware. It's a dinette set. Congratulations. (laughs) It's your parting gift. You were not here, Josh. You will, you will say, um, Josh um, from the Daily Orange. The here, Daily Orange. Josh is here with a, a plethora of new information <laughs> about Syracuse football. What's going on with Syracuse football, and, Josh? And, yeah, and, not and, much. And, and at least I don't know nothing really. <laughs> Babers, we don't get to talk to him Babers during said, the bye week. Babers, who cares what Babers says? I want to know what you are the expert in Syracuse. Okay, you're as big as Brent Dax to me and Matt Park, oh. and way bigger than Paulie Sevilla. So when I come to you, I come to you for that insight. It doesn't even have to be fact. It can be made up, but it's your opinion. Which right, next segment, cher- I'll make stuff up. Which, I, cher- which I cherish. Mm. I cherish your view. I do. I appreciate it. It's important that. to me. That's why you're on the well, show. Susan um, in the Facebook chat already hot for Polly, saying Polly got a haircut. Ooh, the ladies are the coming. The chicks dig me. I know they do. Uh, well, well, we're going to get her a, 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 an appointment with the optometrist quickly as possible so i'm gonna have you and i'll explain this to josh uh k-rock josh of course knows what this is and so please please open it Polly. i don't trust you please open it Polly. this will be handsomely displayed I'm, I'm lending it to you to be handsomely displayed in your home oh for god's sakes there's now foam on top of go. it after take it the... out and and there it is and you can read it to everyone let me pull it out it's for you. your award this my friend you can read that now. wow you can re- read that oh, that's nice paperweight syracuse film fest 18 yeah you can still keep reading the, yeah. the basil <laughs> shehade Award for Social Justice, Daniel Baldwin. The, the nicest doorstop I've ever this seen. Is a, <laughs> this is a solid crystal, uh, a very prestigious award at the Syracuse International Film Festival called the Sophia Award. Mm-hmm. What you missed, Josh, was that um, <clears throat> Polly stood me up to go to the opening of my film. Heartbreaking. Uh, seats were reserved. You know, it was it was quite a big deal, and just pretty much. Screwed me. What was Paulie doing at that time? To be confirmed, I'm probably didn't, sitting you know, on my couch. There was probably a small container of Vaseline and a DVD <laughs> involved. I'm sure. DVD. Um, I got a streaming at my house. I'm, there you go, I'm falling. You're screaming at your house. What are you doing? <laughs> streaming. So, so this, I'm going to give you to display in your home and think of me for a while. I'd like it to be, you know, not on the back of a toilet, on the mantle, or anywhere where your dog is going to chew it. My dog uh, would never chew an award. Uh, so. 
This is uh, this is for you to take home with you and and put it's very up in nice your home. of you. Yeah, I, I, you know, because I know because I know how he's there. For, yeah, you sign a crystal. This is worth thousands of dollars. It's designed by an artist. Oh my god, that's something. He's so. I, why do I? I want the value to go up. But I want the, yeah, yeah. Sign yeah, it. That, my signature will make it go up another fifty cents. If you, you want? You have a drawing done by my brother that's collecting coffee stains. I've never seen him do any drawings or painting or artwork of any kind in his whole career. And you have a, a you drawing. Me. I'm going to legitimately <laughs> steal it and put it in a frame and sell it. Why would thing. he not protect He'll that? He'll never know it's that, gone. He'll never have know that gone. pressed and put on. You sh- really should. You're st- and he signed it. Yes. And he signed it for you. Bromance continues. It does. The bromance continues. Let, let, let's go into Syracuse football in uh, in in segment three. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, I'm hour. just going to take a nap. I'll be yeah. <laughs> well, you already said you're taking the bye week, too. You well, did nothing. Uh, well, the reason why I'm going into it in three is because evidently all week long you've been napping. So you've got nothing, <laughs> you've got nothing to really talk about. Why wake you up now? And, and they're in a bye week, so there isn't a lot to talk about except for the fact that every team that seems to play them can run all over them and destroy them on the ground. So... We're going to talk about, is there any indication that that's going to end uh, and so on. But what, last night we uh, we watched um, the Packers and the 49ers play. And as Paulie and I predicted, it was a much closer game. We did get to see the Brady-esque finish by Aaron Rodgers delivering to um, put uh, Green Bay in a position to win the game. Uh, and, 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 and Mason Crosby deliver finally after missing five kicks in the in the previous week but with all that said and done this is an interesting time in the nfl and i'm going to tell you why this is where you know the that sign uh the libra scales on the zodiac chart you know where you watch one when there's five or six teams that dominate five years ago and that's slowly you're watching it now starting to balance out there really is there's a few teams that are obviously better week in and week out, but there's a lot of parity in the league right now. Because mm-hmm. as you're watching some of these legendary stars and their programs that, that can't possibly do it 10 years, you know, although New England has been pretty good for a while, even them you're watching, they've been had their 4-2. and two. You know, They're leading the AFC East, which is not saying a lot. Um, but you're watching other teams come up now. You know, you're watching teams like, like San Francisco without Garoppolo make it a real game, a three-point game, and in question until the final minutes. And we're seeing a lot of teams doing this now. So it really makes it exciting for me because I don't think there's a clear-cut choice as to who's going to win the Super Bowl right now. I don't. Well, I think it's great, too, when it comes to Syracuse fans. I mean, not Syracuse, uh, 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 San Francisco fans. They've had so many ups and downs. You know, Mm -hmm. you can go back to the 90s, the 80s. You've Big seasons and then dips, and then big seasons and dips. So it's... To see them do like you said without Garoppolo is a major, major Well, thing. Uh, and there lies exactly a good example if you go back to what some of their more legendary. Montana handed the torch off uh, uh, to Young, and Steve Young then turned around and, and delivered multiple times. But after Young, San Francisco, with, with the exception of one appearance with Kaepernick, really has not been anywhere near the storied franchise. As you can say the same thing for the Dallas Cowboys. They had that run that they had. Um, with Roger Staubach, and then you turn around and you know you handed it off to Danny White, you hand off, and then they had Troy and Troy and Emmett, and those guys had their run, and they haven't really done anything since then. R- Romo never really was the quarterback I thought that was going to deliver them to the promised land, um, and neither is is Dak. He's the, he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. That doesn't mean the team couldn't win a Super Bowl, but I don't think he's the guy that you get in the huddle and you look at and go, this guy's going to take us because of how good he is. I don't think he's that. Guy. If you look at the divisions, though, how surprised really. 
are you by the teams that are lead? Like, is it's the teams that are supposed to be leading that are leading? No, like and San Francisco's one and five. Right, I, I, they competed, which is different. I right. agree with that, but right. they're still one. Like the teams that are winning are still are still winning. Okay, so throw that out, and here's what I mean by that. Sure. If the Jets win this weekend, they're in the divisional hunt and for, for, tied for first place with New England. That, 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 you know what I mean? Like, who thought we were going to be talking about the Jets? You know, Miami is and, in the division. The AFC East is way up in the air. There's three teams that could win that division right now, according to you know. And and who would have thought if you looked at Pittsburgh and thought not only there's there's two games for sure that Pittsburgh has played that I thought they would have won by 20 points and they've lost or tied. So you know, they're, they're, you take Bell off the Steelers though. That's different. It's been their defense. It's right, but, but it, it, he's right because Connor ran for 155, 125. One, you know, I mean, he's... Oh, he's played well. He's no, played you're right. well. Yeah. So we haven't lost a lot of production as a Pittsburgh Steelers running attack is concerned. By not There hasn't been a huge indication. And now, what a distraction that's going on in Pittsburgh because they're talking about just straight up... For, you, can, you know it's just for the money. He's going to show up in camp now. And not play. He's going to show up on the practice squad so he can get paid his eight hundred grand or whatever it is a week that he makes. And then they're going to take a look at him. And eva- he's never going to play in Pittsburgh again. Never. The, can you imagine getting paid eight hundred grand to show up to practice? I get paid eight hundred grand to show here. I don't know what you're right. You, right. Guys, so. you could show and just yeah. not actually yeah. do the show, this but you it. make eight hundred k. Right yeah. now, the AFC South is a train wreck. They're all three and three. You'd think the okay. Jags would be leading that, right? You, going into the season, you think the Jets. So you're actually agreeing with me. They're gonna, it's pretty tumultuous. Run away. Yeah, the Bengals are in first place, which nobody called that at this point, <laughs> right? right? Uh, the Rams are six and zero, who are clearly the best team in football right now. Mm-hmm. The NFC East is a train wreck. The NFC North is a train wreck. Everybody's beating everybody, and the Saints are four and one. Listen, and you look at winning. So it's the like su- two of four are what yes, you expected. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, you know, it, look at the look at the NFC East. You know, th- listen, the Giants are still in it. They're still in it. Giants are one and five. And you know what? And they've got sixteen games to play. And 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 well, they have ten to play now, though. That's yeah. a tough. But uh, I'm talking about I'm out. talking about all right, overall right. It, it, sixteen it, games yeah. to play. To and it out. looks like depending on the outcome of a couple of other teams. So if if the Giants, okay, so they've got ten games left, right? Mm-hmm. If they go. Seven and three, just as if they go seven and three, they do. They go eight and eight. That might be enough to be a wild card. Believe it or not, a five hundred team. There might actually be teams in their division that have a losing record that go to the playoffs this year. That that's how how much parity we're talking about. There could be teams. Look, what, did you ever think you were going to say that the Cleveland Browns had a shot at making the playoffs after six games? They only they might only have to win seven games to get to the playoffs this year. Seven. That's crazy. That's crazy to think you could have a losing record and go to the playoffs. But you might. That might win the division. <laughs> I think the AFC North's too good. The Ravens are too good in yeah. the in the Bengals think, and the Steelers ahead I, of them. I think the Ravens are gonna be really tested this week at home. I think that they're gonna have uh um, a rough the great Nostra Daniel may even have a quatrain about that one. They may even have a cool train. Do you want to do so what in segment two? Always, buddy. Really? Always. Every Always. time. Do you guys want to hear one more thing from Monday Night Football last night? Can you please tell me J- anything Jason, from Monday Night Football? Jason Witten is the best. Okay. He's the greatest. <laughs> I he said something last night. We're going to play it? That 
made me laugh really hard to myself like a psychopath. Yeah, it was just a pulling the rabbit thing? It, yeah. God's head. I'll tell you what, Tess, you saw Aaron Rodgers there. Blood on his elbow. Big old knee brace on. Hitting the wrist. It doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. He doesn't pull a rabbit out of his hat. Did he tape <laughs> that on his TV from right. a tape yeah, recorder? Terrible, terrible. Uh, so, so he says he pulled another rabbit out of his head. Now, this must be the rabbit that was in the hat that crawled in his ear <laughs> while he was wearing that. That's a hell of a magic trick if you pull a <laughs> right, rabbit right. out of your so, head. So, so, hey. but, but there's an entire article talking about that this guy is literally the modern day Bob Euchre of 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 football right now. That he just you know, he's, he gets facts wrong, he gets players' names wrong. He's got rabbits being pulled out of his head. Was he ever under concussion protocol? I'm sure he was, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to put together a little synopsis here. To, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to examine. Let's do it. Let's get a CT scan done of him right away, and maybe even a urine analysis. And we'll be back after this. I'm so excited. It's time for. I, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio! You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now! So What is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue, Camillus, recently voted the best bar and sports bar in the Syracuse New Times Best of Syracuse 2018, a place where great food and great entertainment for your enjoyment are a priority. Wildcat. Sports pub. Uh, the Patriots fan who threw the beer at Tyreek Hill on Sunday is now banned and will face prosecution, according to the New England Patriots attorneys. But the story doesn't end there. Our very own Daily Orange correspondent, Josh, knows the guy who threw the beer at Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so I guess I'll uh, I'll say it's not a so what. <laughs> wow. uh, Did um, you know him well, or was it? Um... Yeah, like he was a kid that I like played sports with in high school, and like I don't, I've could, probably seen him like two or three times since I graduated high school three years ago. But like, could you I, like, see, see him? Around. Could you see him throwing a beer? Hundred percent. Like <laughs> I actually guessed this kid. When so like yesterday it was like text my friends from high school and like who's the kid that threw the beer at Tyree Kill because I saw it was Mansfield, Mass, which is where I'm from, and this was my first guess. So. I think that kind of so says a kid whose parents make over a hundred thousand dollars a year is He's comfortable, yeah, throwing beers at people. So, right. so, so uh, are they going to criminally charge him? Now? Oh yeah, yeah. He's banned from the stadium too for life, lifetime ban. I don't know how they do that. Those don't or, hold up. Those never hold up. Yeah, because yeah, Josh wait. is banned from because yeah, they're because che- they're checking photo. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like facial so, retina. Next year, he goes with a ticket to the game. Dressed and as a woman? Someone tackles him? Yeah. Like, I, no, I I, my brother has been banned from uh, New Era Field multiple times. He goes back. <laughs> he, I mean, you, there are so many people banned from the Bills games that they just, they'd just they have nobody left in the stands if they kept everybody out who do was you, banned. Do you want to infuriate listeners and tell Josh, make Josh tell the story of why he's banned from Claire's Boutiques across Cannot go the to country? Claire's <laughs> Boutique ever again because I stole a hacky sack in 1995. <laughs> Wow. So I've been back in them. No one like notices me. I once we, we, we once did a test. We decided that we were gonna write up a, a test. Um and it was a hundred question test. And you scored one point for the first question, two points for the second question, all the way through the potential hundred points. And so it was, 
you know, and it started with, have you ever lied? Have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? And then by the time we got to 20, it was, have you ever smoked pot? Well, have you ever goodness. done this? And then it got to, you know, by, by the time we got to like number 70, we were running out of stuff. So we were coming up with really obscure, have you ever used water from a puddle to fill your bong? You know, like, like really weird stuff. Nice. Yeah. All the way to, you know, how many, sta- name the states or how many states have you been in jail in? Have you been in jail more than 10 times? Well, that part, I had to sit down and need like multiple papers to, to write out all Just the, New York all for the me. Time. Just New York for you? Yeah. Oh, no. I've been, I've been in jail in, I, I want to say 20 states. Wanted Whoa. in 50 Probably states. Probably 20, like, like 18 maybe or something. Very good. But they were all silly stuff, you know, where- Yeah. It wasn't well. Maybe not. Do you think it's too much to prosecute this guy? No. Make yeah. You need to make an example. Yeah. I see. I agree with Paulie. If you make an example of him, you're going to make that kid think. I mean, if he actually has to go, because but but the other thing that that's kind of screwed up in today's society about it is he's going to become a Instagram and and you know and a social media star now Mm -hmm. because he's going to get all this attention. He's going to make tenfold the money it's going to cost. Billy the beer thrower. Yeah. Billy beer. They'll they'll bring him to events to throw. Beers at things. <laughs> yeah, they will. You think I'm kidding? You watch. This that buddy of yours awesome. is going to make six figures. He's going to be the guy that throws, you, or you get to throw beers at him, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Something. You'll see. Because he's also awesome. a Patriots fan. The Patriots fans are douchebags. So it's like, if I could pay him to get into like a dunk tank of beer and I could right. throw yeah, balls at him. Yeah, dunk tank of beer. I'd love to dunk For sure. this kid. For sure. Did Josh just indirectly call me a douchebag? I think I yes. did. I think I did. I'm looking in your direction. I don't know. There's a lot of fan kinda, bases I felt that it. are douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everybody Cowboys, listening Patriots, in this area Steelers. can get, re- like, Giants fans, Yankees fans, they all get pretty douchey at some time. Well, yeah, but it's it's also, like, the only team in the the only team in the world that a whole region is covered by the name right, of the team. Right, right. It's not a city or a state or whatever. It's all of, like, seven states or something. Who's the least douchey fan base? Like, the most respectable, like, the, all right, good game, chap. We'll Probably see you. Probably the Chargers. Chargers. The yeah, Chargers? Chargers yeah. 49ers. All yeah. right, you got us well, on this do one. Do the Chargers even have fans yeah, anymore? Char- yeah, Chargers fans <laughs> never cared. They never know? cared. Because the there's so much better, now. yeah, there was so much more fun stuff to do out there. Like, if the football team it was won, it was okay. That's the same thing that's going to happen in Vegas. Like, Vegas will lose, and they'll be like, ah, well, let's go play some slots, whatever. But when well, you're... the thing with Vegas is I don't think you're going to find, because of the... Uh, Transientness? Uh, listen, if there was anything in sports that has significantly changed in my lifetime, that may go down as one of the top three of all time, that there's pro sports. When I was a kid... It was unfathomable that you would put a professional franchise in Las Vegas because of the gambling factor, and that it would be so easy for somebody who has access to a lot of money to walk up to a kicker and go, dude, one kick, just miss it, you know, and, 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 and change the outcome of a game. Mm-hmm. So, or, or but worse than that, a referee that there the guy go. it takes the ref two times, two times in a game to call holding to change the outcome of a game significantly. The guy throws there's the 80-yarder, and at the last second he goes, shh, holding, number four. Every play there's holding on if you really wanted to call it. There's some type of thing that you could get away with calling holding. The idea that you have pro football coming to Las Vegas is mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Like, I never thought I would see the day that you'd say that. And it was funny. I heard somebody say at the film festival uh, – that you didn't show up at, um, uh, Polly. Polly didn't hear this. Uh, I, I I I saw this guy go. You know, I never thought I'd be saying that 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 pot would be legalized in any state in the United States in my life. I never would have imagined that that possibly could happen. 
that you'd be allowed to smoke pot in the United States, but it, it is. So how far behind that is cocaine or how far behind? I don't know. Party but, time. But <laughs> counting the days, bros. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna move would, would, oh, would you coke is legal i'm there <laughs> you're going yeah. you're going live yeah. from espn bolivia it's <laughs> the paulie sabilia show my family and friends well that's three people yeah. well sticking on the sticking on the las vegas topic which i didn't plan to get to but i will here with this uh, so what uh more discussions are happening about landing an nba franchise in las vegas mgm Bellagio, Mandalay Bay, and the Mirage all, all interested in bringing an NBA team next. That'd be fun. Okay, well, here's what I think is going to happen there. I got a little... I wonder if we're going to get in trouble for saying this. Um, well, let me just say, there's a family that owns an NBA team right now mm-hmm. that has a very significant interest in Las Vegas. I believe it. And that family... <coughs> the Maloofs! But they... they <laughs> They owning the Sacramento Kings mm-hmm. also owned the Palm Casino Hotel, so uh, and the Real World and all that stuff. So if you don't think the Maloofs want a piece of moving those bad boys out to Vegas, you're out of your mind. They do well, and they've had the benefit of getting to watch some different <coughs> teams go out there. Like they, the Silver Knights are in their second season now, and now you went have to a, the, <clears throat> and went uh, to the Cup too. NFL, right, you have yeah, an NFL after team that, you can watch. It seems like. Why wouldn't you want to move? It? Yeah, you're like, like all right. They I just guess... randomly got a fan base. I know, but so, here's yeah. why. Here's why, and this goes back to my Syracuse University marketing and so on and so forth complaints. The reason why a professional franchise is guaranteed to make top dollar in Las Vegas, they're never gonna ever gonna not succeed. Golden Knights, not Silver Knights, sorry. Because the hotels and the casinos are gonna have luxury boxes, and each hotel is gonna own. 300 seats mm-hmm. the big ones and they're going to say hey you're a big player and they're going to sit they they'll send you their plane if you're a big enough player and pick you up we got great seats for you to come see the raiders game come have dinner come stay in the hotel they just want them to get at that table and play and remember you and i are going to pay for those tickets and i'll tell you why because if the mirage turns around and has 50 beautiful VIP seats per game in the NFL, they're going to write that off on their taxes. Well, and, and they're going to say, we're not paying taxes on that money. It was a business expense. The reason I think the Vegas can succeed with these teams is think of how many people don't live in towns that have professional franchises. But but what, what I'm trying to point out to you is, is that unlike any other team in professional sports or any other city, you're going to see people who are in Las Vegas, who have no interest in how the Raiders play. Exactly. They're, they're going to schedule coming to go gamble and do based on their team playing against the right. Raiders. Therefore, they're going to have a disproportionate amount of people in the stands that may not be rooting for the Raiders. Right. Because of how transient the audience is going to be week in and week out. So you'll see it's playing at home in Las Vegas will not be as advantageous as playing in the Meadowlands for sure. If Seattle doesn't get the next NBA team, I'll burn the... I'll burn the earth. Well, isn't there bring some movement the to bring back the Supersonics? Yeah. yeah, there's some big thing going on. Uh, a lot of talk about it. Buffalo Bills rookie quarterback Josh Allen will not start Sunday, and according to reports to ESPN, uh, he may miss several weeks. Oh, boy. What's the update on his injury? It's an elbow injury, but it doesn't say. they're not saying how throwing, long he's throwing out. Throwing arm? Yeah. <sighs> boy, that's bad. He's a righty, right? It's a right elbow. So yes. Yeah, that can't be a so what, right? No. Rookie quarterback, her elbow, and now the Bills have to play Peterman, or we decided Derek Anderson. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
or whoever's you know putting the cups out and refreshments that day. You know, I feel bad for Peterman, but I got to say, you got to groom this other kid right now. Throw him to the dogs too. Peterman absolutely has just been so bad. I mean, so do you look at the Tyrod stuff and like in twenty twenty vision and? No, I don't think you have to look at that. Two quarterbacks that could be playing right now. They're bills. I, I, I don't. I don't think you. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't want Tyrod there. The reason why Tyrod had to go wasn't like with Foles. Um, Foles earned his right to go. I don't think Tyrod has done anything like Foles did, who won a Super Bowl and won MVP. So let's face that. Tyrod deserved to go somewhere else, though, because and and what he represented in the locker room. You had a team that felt that they had a real uh, bond with this quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not going to get that. Peterman hasn't been a starter, you no. know. But and Foles only started behind Wentz when Wentz got hurt. Tyrod was the starter in Buffalo, and then the, you know because of performance and the, how the team did, he was demoted. So that's different. You don't want that guy's going to be a cancer in the locker room and have people second guessing you. He had to go, um, but they traded away the backup. AJ McCarron, right? So that I think is going to come to really make them because now you're in trouble, man. Well, but 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 uh, my point is, I think the Bills have played better than anybody anybody ever thought they were going to. The fact that they beat Minnesota in Minnesota, they've been in games. Last week they were in the game for sure. Now this is going to be without him. They cannot win with Peterman. They just can't. They're terrible. I'm going to say something that goes against everything I've ever said in my life. Wow, you love gonna, young uh, boys. Oh, holy cow! Ah. I think Colin Kaepernick might actually be an answer. For yeah! The oh my God! Can you imagine Kaepernick coming? I he, love that. Hot take wow. it. Hot yeah. take I it. I will say this. Hit the hot he, take. It will it. never happen in Buffalo. What do you mean? Let's start the movement now. It will never happen in Buffalo because no the fan base is too Caucasian. It's <laughs> oh. a nice way to say it. Wait a minute. Holy that take cow. was so hot. I mean, I'm going to the equator. To cool down. It's not. It's not so hot because I think Tim Tebow is a better option than Peterman right now too. So it's like, it's. But no. But like, who's out there right now that they could get? I guess Kaepernick and Kaepernick, Kaepernick and Kaepernick, right? Oh God, that would be so great if they brought him in. It's not going to fly in Buffalo though, bro. No, it's too short term too. He's ready to play right now. Like. Al, but Allen's going to be back in a couple of weeks, presumably. It's not like he's out for the year. Kaepernick's like a year-long solution. Where's Geno but, Smith when you need him? Well, I'm texting Jim Kelly right he's got now. Got a broken nose. I'm texting. Let's go to break, and we'll come back with an answer from Jim Kelly. Oh my God! Oh boy! This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. I got more so what if you well, want, it, baby. I want more. Hey now. We're back. We we're going to go to Josh, but we've gone over. Uh, You're getting bumped um, to the fourth what, segment, what, Josh. Yeah, Josh is getting bumped today about, about Syracuse football because there's really not much to talk about except for um, the big question. Well, no, actually, we'll come back to it. Let's finish So What with Karak, Josh. Well, a stat that we missed on Sunday, and uh, meaning I missed it on yesterday's So What, is that the Titans have a special record they hold now. They were sacked more times than they completed passes. That's yeah. never happened before? Uh, not both. and uh, Not since 92 has 11 sacks happened in one game. Mariota completed, I think, 10 passes and was sacked 11, 11 times. Them yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. It certainly adds up, right? You get sacked 11 times, he's, probably not completed. When do they much. give up on him? Like yeah. I know they're winning with him, but he's just been kind of the typical Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. But, but, you know, the same can be said of Jacksonville. 
You know, Bortles is not, I don't care what anyone says, he's not a great quarterback, prototypical NFL quarterback. He he gets in the pocket, he gets happy feet. He's a threat that he can run the ball for sure, which keeps your linebackers honest and, you know, uh, and, and doesn't allow them to drop back in coverage as far as they normally would be able to. But uh, he's not a great quarterback, and, and they play games that are so ugly. You know when you play a football game and you get the score and it sounds like a baseball game? You know, 8-7, you know, or whatever. You're like, what? You know, five to three. You know, he does. He plays in those games a lot. Plays in those games a lot. So, uh, I don't know. He, he's got to go. He's not going to lead him to a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl victory anytime soon. Amid criticism, the WWE have have removed their crown jewel event, a wrestling event that was supposed to take place in Saudi Arabia. Oh, because they killed the uh, now the d- press guy. Or now, now why? Did, have we gotten word on Khashoggi? He's missing, right? Well, but we don't... they're saying now it was an accident. They kind of went a little overboard in the interrogation. But he's not dead. Oh, he's dead. They killed Khashoggi. Yeah. Okay, because I was unclear as to whether I thought he was missing. Yeah, he's missing body parts. Mm. Oh, God, they did kill him. Wow, that's terrible. So the WWE, who were supposed to send a bunch of wrestlers over there for a Saudi Arabia event, have canceled that. And finally, in so what? You left, like, every good part out of that story. I was going to say. What? What You you didn't say why they canceled it. You just said... I, it was a mid criticism, but if you're a mid criticism of what was it of the Khashoggi thing or uh, the news comes in the wake of suspected murder of Washington Post journalist Khashoggi with mounting suspicions that Saudi Arabia was responsible. Khashoggi sounds like a wrestling. I man. know, right? Sweet. Oh, wait, wait. Read that last thing you just read again. The I'm news mi- comes in the wake of the suspected murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi with mounting suspicions that Saudi Arabia was responsible. Okay, so the guy, this is how screwed up I am in, in, in my own little world. I thought they killed Khashoggi, the guy who's the uh, the uh, emir to, uh, um, what is it, uh, what country, the little, one of those little oil countries, I can't think of the name of it. No, we're talking the journalist Khashoggi. The journalist Khashoggi. Yeah. All right, so it was only a journalist in Washington that killed him, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> oh! And finally, Polly is going to love this one. A new public health threat is being oh, brought to geez. our attention. Oh, no. Is this foot and mouth? It's all of it. It's all of it. It's all of it. The CDC, uh, multiple universities are declaring a public health emergency over the use of hot air and cold air hand dryers and bathrooms. They are spreading feces and bacteria at a 100 times normal rate when okay. used in bathrooms. High-powered farts, basically. <laughs> Just everywhere in the bathroom. I hate that. I hate them too. I only yeah, use towels. Everyone's, do you do you like paper towels more? Than I that? only use. But towels. you don't have a choice anymore. Half the time, you go in somewhere and all they got is those stupid blowers, and it's blowing poop yep. and germs. I, and then I just hands. shake them. I just shake I hate them up. those. Yeah, they that's don't why work. when I go, I go. Hey, I don't touch it. I just and I always carry a paper towel to the door and use that yep. to push yep. the door or handle open. Okay, so that we've we've got a few different things going on here. Okay. First of all, the air that's being blown out of this is not towel dryers. This is not, this is the air, hair, dryer. the hot air, and the like the cold air Dyson dryers. So, and, all of and, and those are pushing air around and feces around. It's feces. There's microscopic feces. In there. there you go. Whoa. There you go. Highbrow. So, <clears throat> so I'm going to present this to you. They are not a sponsor of the show. Um, they could be a sponsor of the show if they wanted to be. But I'm going to tell you, 
about a game-changing thing that now I understand a number of NFL and NBA teams. And if you don't have this product in your house, you are out of your mind. There is only one purifier, air purifier, that works at the same level as the IntelliPure purifier. And this takes it at a microscopic, and they, they've done measurements of and, I, and I'm not going to spew it out exactly the way it is, but you know, some purifiers with the HEPA filters take it out to you know 20 million per whatever that. This thing takes it down to you know the lowest percentage of anything, less than one quarter of one percent of whatever. It is such a game changer that we put it in our bedroom. They actually make this thing uh, in um, Pulaski is where they manufacture them. So it's right here in upstate New York. I have never, ever had the quality. I always wake up in the morning and my nose is kind of stuffed up. Never stuffed up anymore. Never, ever, ever. I got to get one of those. And we, and we have, I'm telling you, Josh, go look it up in Telepure. They're, they're not too expensive, but, but and comparatively, they're worth it. what they do compared to the other ones. I'm going to bring... Vinny Lobdell. I'm going to get Vinny Lobdell. I'm going to bring him in here to tell you that from a performance level, track runners, distance runners, NBA athletes, everyone is starting to use this product because of you don't realize how much stuff you take in, in your nose. Now you're going in, in a hand dryer in a public bathroom and you've got the CDC warning you. And guess what? If they had a telepure going in through that bathroom, you wouldn't have this problem. Do you want to see the black light test of the hand dryer? Oh, yes, yes. See it. Let me yes. See it. Oh no! Wow, that stuff's going Looks everywhere. Looks like a Peter yeah. North film. Oh no! Uh, this is ESPN. How dare you? Again, you know I want my award back. Yeah, please. <laughs> so what is brought to you by Wildcat Sports Pub? We'll come back and talk SU football with Josh from the Daily Orange. Take it back. Put it back over there. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. The Daniel Baldwin Show. Actually, we got one live read here for you, Mr. Baldwin. Join Brent Axe this Friday at the Press Room Pub from 4 to 6 as he takes the block on the road at the Press Room Pub, the number one sports and entertainment venue in central New York. Hey, now. So, Josh. Yeah. Daily Josh. Orange, Josh, yeah, Daily Orange, Josh. Oh, thank you. Good the one that knows sports. I'm busy. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how before the show we talked about the seesaw ride that this season has been as as prognosticators, as analysts, um, uh, you know, you're you're far more learned about the day in and the ins and outs of what goes on in the Syracuse football team. But I, in, for sure, since meeting you, have gone on a roller coaster with my opinion. I started off right. saying they're not going to make, they're not going to go in uh, and win six games. I didn't think they were going to do it based on the schedule that I saw. I saw them as a four-win team, maybe five. Uh, now teams, as we watch our inability to stop the run, which has been my, my biggest concern anyway, but then we lose to Pitt. Granted, Pitt played well against Notre Dame, and maybe it wasn't a fluke, but still a game we kind of thought they were going to win with the 4-0 start and the close one on the road in Clemson. So where are we now with what you think? Are we still looking at we definitely have two more in the tank to get us to the uh, who's anybody bowl? Yeah, you're battling for the who's anybody bowl now, right? I mean, we were just talking off air a little bit about the North Carolina game, and we're all kind of... Sw- like smiling slightly and are like they're gonna win, right? Like I don't know. You you don't know after that pick game. They look terrible. So now you can't really automatically pick them to win any game. So then you just want them to win two. 
So they go to a bowl game, and then I think anything after that's gravy. Well, if they win six or seven, that's not terrible. Well, I'm what's called in conjunction alert. Let me tell you what in conjunction alert. In conjunction with the fact that and that North Carolina looked like they played pretty well last week, and now with with what we did, I mean, you don't want to when you're a team that's that's a toss up to who's going to win. You don't want to be meeting while one team's moving up and the other team's sliding down. So was this a hiccup against Pittsburgh? I don't think so. We've had a, a real problem since last season, which I, I expressed to Paulie and Josh um, that I was really concerned, not with Syracuse's offense, but the fact that we let up 60-something points against Wake and 50-something against uh, Boston College. So our defense has been the big question mark. We don't want to get involved in track meets with these teams, particularly when the thing we can't stop is the run. So, I mean, because that's really uh, – um, if we're going to give up 20 yards a carry or something like that, we're going to get buried by anybody because they can control the ball so well. And and it's not as risky as throwing it. Um I no longer think that North Carolina is the lock that I thought it was a couple of weeks ago. I really don't. I'm 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 nervous. And NC State and Boston College, both of them could very well beat the crap out of us if we're going to play defense against the run this way. Vegas seems to still think that Syracuse is pretty heavily favored. They're, they it opened at eleven. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. UNC has a couple guys back now. I'm pretty sure. Like I, I don't. I'm, yeah, so, from that suspension right. situation. The guys Daniel are slowly coming back with changes. Vegas wants your money. They want you to take that bet and then take your money from. But it. so, but they obviously didn't see very. They took that Virginia Tech close game and just kind of tossed it out. If Syracuse is an eleven point favorite. Well, here, here's the thing that I've said before, and I'll say it again: You never take a team that you don't think they can win. The, they can win the game, and of course, North Carolina can beat Syracuse. Now, compiled with the fact that Syracuse is playing at home. Um, you know, I, I still like Syracuse seven out of ten times in this game to win the game. As far as covering eleven, well, I am I'm, I'm not betting anything on that. You stay away from this game because this could be a close game. But what I'm more concerned is in the in the win and loss column, we had all thought that they were going to win this game. NC State, who's still undefeated, becomes a question mark, and Boston College who runs the ball well. So, uh, Paulie points out we're kind of looking at. Louisville for sure. Um, uh, we're looking at North Carolina or Wake as the other. You know, w- like we got to win one of these. So I think we're in we're in that weird thing we were in at the end of last year. This is one of those games we're going to win, right? You know, yeah. because I, I hate to be backpedaling and say now we have to beat Louisville because Louisville, if we lose that game, the season's over. I mean, we got to beat them. They're they're terrible. All right, before we wrap up here, guys, listen to ESPN Syracuse for your chance to win a $1,000 kick. So you can go on the field and kick. Daniel Baldwin will be out on the field with you. Okay. As you kick an extra point, we'll take caller five right now, 315-437-7644. If you're the fifth caller, you're registered to win a chance to kick a field goal for $1,000. So get your fingers and your legs loose. Okay, and I'm going to turn around. I'm going to spice this up a little bit. After you win or lose this kick, I'm willing to bet you that I split it. I stick it right through. First try. Right there. Linda Fiorentino style. Yeah, yeah, Linda Fiorentino style. I'm going to split split the uprights. So so you're going to just go kick one with a rogue kick? I'm going to let the kid kick, whoever it is, kick. And I'm going to place the ball. It's a kickoff tee, correct? Yeah. And an extra point? Yeah. Uh, whatever you want to bet. 
So you double you or nothing, this guy? Whatever you want to go a grand, I'll go a grand. Bring the cash. But I stick it right. I, I I'm absolutely, not taking the bet. Yeah, I absolutely hit that extra point for sure. And I, I, and, I should, and I wouldn't even practice. I think do you that should run up and kick it as the kid's about to kick I it. I thought it would be funnier if when the, right when the kid, I shadow the kid and dive in front of him and block it. Oh. Sack him. <laughs> Just sack him. Just sack the uh, kicker. Rough <laughs> the kicker. Yeah, and rough him, yeah. Or maybe let him kick it, and if he misses it, I'll late hit him. <laughs> <laughs> flag on the play. like it.